This is the Man's Man Film Review. And now your hosts, Tom and Joe. Joe, welcome back. Hey, hey. Feels like we haven't done this for like 10 years. That's because I was sicker than shit. I know. I didn't know if you were going to pull through or not. No, I thought we might have to did. use that reanimation machine from Dead Heat on you. I saw, I saw the photo we posted on the... Uh, on the Facebook page, I started laughing. I was like, that's how I feel. It's great. Yeah, nothing like, well, obviously, all the listeners out there for the, what, the last three or four episodes have listened to me hacking in the background. Yeah. So hopefully I can go through this entire show without a, I doubt it. a I single cough. say the chances are very slim, but that's okay. Going to keep watering my pellet. Yes, yes. Water your pellet. Well, it's been a while, Joe, so what have you seen lately? I have seen a lot, Tom. We, we will start with um, Split. Okay, I saw have that as well. Have you seen this movie? I have seen it. Split is uh, a weird movie. Um, not at all what I expected from the trailers. I mean, I knew, obviously, really? that you were going to meet up with a guy with 23 or whatever, however many personalities, 23 right? and then the 24th. But, I, but I, I thought it was going to be more of like um, Science of Lambs kind of weird thriller over there. I didn't expect it. To have that kind of like superhuman. Oh yeah. Well, let's approach to it. Let's before we go any further. There's going to be some spoilers on this. So big time spoilers. If you haven't seen Split and you don't want anything spoiled, I'd say give us a couple minutes here because don't listen for the next five minutes. Yes, probably so. Yeah. Um, but, but again, these spoilers have been circulating the internet for like the last couple of months. Yeah. Or whatever. The only problem is nobody wants to see this director's movies anymore. Because yeah. Because he's, he's ruined it. M Night has sucked so bad for the last. 10 he, years. he starts off with More the Sixth Sense, right? Yes. Then he does Unbreakable, and then he does Signs. In those first three movies, I was like, okay, cool. This director has interesting stories. And then what happens after Signs? He does Lady in the Water, right? Yes. Um, and then The Village. Yes. Or maybe it was The Village. It might have been flip-flopped. Maybe. And then he does movies like... The Happening. The Happening. The Visit. Which I still haven't seen, but my kids say is an hilarious movie. They I go, Jed, was... you have to watch this movie. It is so funny. Yeah. I See, like... I like Sixth Sense a lot. I think it's a really good movie, but Sixth Sense I've never really revisited too much because once the once the oh, once you once you got the secret there, you once the watch surprise is revealed, you're like, okay, yeah, and you'll maybe watch, you it watch again. it one more time to catch to all see the if little you can things, catch, yes. and then it kind of it's not really that interesting. Right, Unbreakable is by far his best movie in my book. I, I agree. I think it's a great movie. I can it's, revisit that movie. Yeah, it's a great. It's a little super, slow, but it's a, it's a cool story. But it's a great superhero origin yeah. story, and just wow, just fantastic. And the whole spoiler here is that. Split ties into the Unbreakable universe. It sure does. So, I mean, and, and now they're actually going to lead into a, probably a third film. Right. So, I mean, Split is kind of unofficially a sequel to Unbreakable. Because we have talked about this ending in the movie. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed or let down. I mean, it, it had its moments. Yeah. But I was kind of like, ah, where, where are we going with this? Because then well, it kind of like died off at the end. I'm like, really? That's the reveal? He doesn't attack people that have been abused. Yeah, because I was waiting for the big twist. I'm yeah. like, I'm like that's it? That's the reveal? I'm like, God, that sucks. And then you get to the actual cafe sequence outside of um, the zoo. Or it cuts from the zoo to the cafe. And they started playing Unbreakable music. I'm like, why are they playing the Unbreakable theme? This is a universal picture. I swear to God, Touchstone released Unbreakable, right? Yep. And then you're going through the cafe, and I thought for a second, was that the creeper guy sitting? I didn't notice the, that. So there's a TV playing. Yeah. I swear to God, our gentleman with the 23 personalities that's also known as a horde is sitting at the table, and then it pans back to the people sitting at the cafe. I'd have to watch again, but I wouldn't think that would be right. That wouldn't make, make Either that sense. or it looked like somebody. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then they started... 
you hear something going on about, oh, he calls himself the Horde on TV, right? Yeah, and then somebody said, oh, it reminds me of that guy they call him, Mr. Glass, who's a Samuel Jackson character. No, the, the, the gentleman in the wheelchair. What was his name? And then you hear Bruce yeah, Willis say, it, yeah. Mr. Glass. Yeah, there you go. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I was so surprised. I'm so glad I didn't read that online. But yeah. that was a cool ending. I it enjoyed was. that ending. I mean, it's, it's cool because it, t- it kind of makes sense because he becomes kind of a supernatural bad guy, and that's kind of... Yep, you know what Bruce Willis is kind of going after and exactly a little, a little bit. It, it wasn't so much supernatural and Unbreakable, but there was no, a, no. a little bit. Of that. Well, what I enjoyed about Unbreakable um, was just that concept of okay, this guy, the minute he was born, is bone shattered, right? Yeah, the guy shatters like glass, whatever. So that's why they they name him Mister Glass. Um, he is basically searching the world for somebody. He's like. Nemesis. Nemesis, right? He's, for the most part. He's the opposite of him. He's yeah. the opposite. So he's searching for that next person. Like, who, who is my nemesis out there? Yeah. Um, there's, obviously, if I'm on the negative side, there has to be a positive, right? And he, and he finally finds him by um, setting up that accidents. train yep. accident. All, he's caused a bunch of accidents. Uh, tons of them. And finally, he, he found somebody who actually survived, the sole survivor. So I was yeah. like, okay, I was always intrigued by that. But also, I was like, well, that's really cool because if superheroes actually existed among us, what a perfect setting. Yeah. You know, having this horde guy in there now, I'm like, eh, okay, he seems the, a little far-fetched. The way I see it, I, I loved Unbreakable, and I thought it was so cool to come back. And I've always wanted to see a sequel, but the problem is, I don't know if it's going to work. Do you want to see the horde in that sequel, though? He has to be. Well, I know he has to be, but do you tie in another? Because can the horde survive the and entire how do, movie? And how do you get Samuel Jackson involved again and all that? Maybe the Horde teams up with Samuel Jackson. Well, I'll put it this way. I enjoyed Split. It's not a great movie. Mm. But I'll t- McAvoy was great. Oh, he's he fantastic. Was a fantastic actor in this, and he did a great job. <laughs> the nine-year-old boy is the best. Yeah. That's great. That theater was laughing. That's what they course. said. What was his name in that? What was, what was his name? <sighs> the nine-year-old kid? Yeah. Oh, I can't fucking remember. It was oh. just a kid that would always go, and et cetera. Yes, yes. Yeah. So basically they said that's what, break- that's what the Unbreakable sequel is going to be, the nine-year-old against Bruce Willis, and they're going to do a dance-off to Kanye West music. <laughs> No, it's, how it's much weight can you lift? <laughs> you, you, you do that quite well. <laughs> yeah, I that mean, was awesome. I, I, it just seemed like they needed a payoff too because she had the abusive uncle, and it's like there was which no was creepy, by the way. Yes. By the time we're out hunting with dad and brother and, and or uncle, uncle who's naked out there with the creepy, just the dude's huge. You know, I, I don't know if he was supposed to like kind of uh, resemble the beast, maybe in bit. her mind. Um, the fucking guy takes off his clothes and he's sitting there in his fucking tidy undies and shit. I'm like, eh. It's funny because like when, when they you like... You want to take off your clothes and be animals like me? I'm like, uh, no. When, when she got... A, when she the cops came and rescued her at the end and then she was sitting in the car and it's like, okay, now your uncle's here to... Yeah. To do, uh, for a second I'm like, oh my God, it's probably going to be the guy with the 23 personality is actually going to be her uncle and it's some kind of thing in her head. Right, maybe. I thought that was going to be the right, twist. Because right. I'm sitting there waiting for the M. Night stupid twist he always I was thinking there. the same thing too. Like when he bent the bars open, I thought that was when they were going to quickly cut to the bars not even moving. Yeah, it was in her imagination, but it was her uncle that was yeah. tormenting her. But then that didn't happen. But I'm assuming at that point, does she tell the cop about her uncle? Because she starts getting teary eyed and all that, and then the cop has that look of like. I felt like I, I did need a little bit more of the ending. It's like it just kind of like I felt like they left something out, or just kind of you wanted a little bit more closure. Oh, yeah, unless, yes, unless, I was searching for the closure, but maybe that will happen. Like in, I said, unless maybe that's part of the story for that. But Correct. You know, who knows what this guy, what he's going to do? Maybe I mean, the girl has powers too. The know. visit I thought was awful. And people what? say the visit. 
I, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't... I, yeah, I thought it was terrible. I, I was laughing the whole time. Well, that, see, that's what my kid said, so that's why I think... But I thought it was supposed to be scary. And I, they said it was his return to form, and I'm like, I thought it was terrible. Yeah, no, no. His closest return to form was a movie he didn't even direct. I think he was just attached as like executive producer, or he wrote it maybe, it was The Devil. And I know it wasn't that great of a movie, but I like that whole concept yeah. that you're stuck in an elevator and one person is the devil. Which was kind of cool, and I like how they did the little backstories on yeah. the individual characters. But no, outside of where he started from, yeah, yeah. boy, he, the happening, seriously. <laughs> Me and my wife saw it in the theater, because that was his first R-rated movie. They have to say, this first R-rated film. The guy gets run over by a lawnmower. <laughs> that, Me and my wife show. started laughing. In the theater, I, somebody's arm gets ripped off by a lion. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? What is this piss? It well, was terrible." Let's just put it this way: any any movie, I will suspend a lot of disbelief watching movies. But when I hear the phrase "Mark Wahlberg is a teacher," I'm immediately going to just say, yeah. "No." And he was one of the coolest teachers in there, wasn't he? I think so. I've kind of blocked that movie. No, you and you should because didn't, didn't they save like the plants or something? What was the, what was the solution to that? I have no idea. I can't remember. It was I, so I, bad. I want to get that out of my mind. I just remember they were, at one scene, they were yeah. outside running from fucking, who knows what, the wind. And then the, I remember that preview would always end with that lady in that little kind of garden house or whatever, greenhouse, yeah. and her fucking eyes started bleeding. I'm like, okay, it has nothing to do with the movie. My eyes were she, bleeding after watching most of his movies for the last 15 years. Oh, I started pissing blood after watching that movie. It was terrible. <laughs> But I no, Split, I would recommend Split. I enjoyed it. It's not great, but it's definitely... It has its moments. Ja- James McAvoy just kills it. He's really yeah. good in this movie. He's worth seeing just for that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I would agree. Except for the scenes when he has to see his like, fucking shrink and all that. I'm like, where are we going with this? Well, you know? I mean, that's not his fault. I think no, he, I know. I his know. acting was good throughout. No, and, it was. And the shrink was done well. I mean, you know... And M. Night has to show up in the movie, of course. I thought I thought how the shrink... I'm spoiling it again. The shrink got it was awesome. The break... Oh, yeah. That was freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was... The, when, he, when, he, when he turns to the beast, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's such a X-Men moment. With, anyway. Yeah. It's funny. The second the shrink came in, we were like, so what scene is going to kill her? <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to wait a little while. Until and, and why would you go in there and talk to this guy? I would never enter that dude's yeah. place, man. Somewhere down in the zoo, you know? Yeah. yeah but whatever. Right, right. Well, what else have you seen? We'll move on. That, Split gives a recommendation for both. Yes. I, I saw. I finally saw It Follows on Netflix. Yes. I mean, Netflix right now is awesome movies. I've been, I've been turning you on to like so many things now. It's like, oh, watch this. You haven't seen this? For the, for the longest time, I remember you recommended it when it was in theaters. And then, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in video. Did you? I didn't even know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. You recommended when I went to video. Yeah. A couple of our creative writers where I work I recommended it. it so. And they're like, Joe, you want to come with us to the movies? I'm like, I can. I'm, I was like, and, yeah, those are the movies. Kind of like when um, Office Space came out. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't have time to see that. It's not going to be that funny. It was great. Um, the other one was Old School. Another yeah. movie I wish I would have seen in the theater. I don't want to see Robocop. I want to see Quest for Peace, man. <laughs> hey, I also saw that, too. Did you? Yes. Oh, isn't it awesome? We're, we're, going, we're going through the movies, and my kids are like, Superman 4, what's that one? I'm like, oh, 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 you're watching this one, guys. It is one of the cheesiest movies ever fucking made. Oh. They were rolling, laughing. That movie is terrible. Picture quality was great. They, they cut the cut their hair to use the hair of Superman and all. Oh, my son was like, yeah, right. <laughs> I was waiting for them to use the pubic hair of Superman. I, I wish they would have switched that dialogue. This is the pubic hair of Superman. <laughs> Quit 
And what is it? Like the Superman's hair like can lift this huge weight. It's like amazing what a spear can it's do. It's like holding like what? Fucking five tons or whatever. And we got Ducky like, from Pretty in Pink around. Like whoa, that guy. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Well, you, so you, you think Superman will ever catch you? Because he picks up their car. Oh, my God. Terrible. Uh, yeah, I remember... Gene Ackman, I will never see you again because after this I'm going to fall off a horse. Poor guy. I cannot believe this is one of his last feature films, A Waste. Christopher Reeve? For Christopher Reeve. He, he did movies for ten years after this. Nothing great. Nothing great. Village of the Day. Oh, no. That was terrible. What are, they, what are you, breaking through brick walls? No. Dude, no. I own that shit no. on Blu-ray. It's oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that someday. John Carpenter. But just poor Chris Rea. I, I just have to say that. But we've gone off, off well, topic. Uh, whatever. That's, who cares? It's our show. We but getting, getting, we can do whatever we want to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, I, people I, will listen. Superman 4 is friggin' hilarious. Wow. It's, we we laughed. I, I we remember laugh. like reading an interview with John Cryer, Duck, the guy you know, yeah. Ducky, and yeah. like, he was talking. About, he went on Letterman and like Whoa. you know, at the same time he had a movie called Hiding Out. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, both of those came out at the same time. It was like Letterman's. Like, you got two movies coming out. You got to talk about Superman. It's like you got this Hiding Out. What do you have to say about that? Well, it's a hell of a lot better than <laughs> Superman Four. And he was right. Yeah, Christopher Reeve like apparently like was so embarrassed by this movie. Like he took it took it for the money because he had to. He wanted to do that movie called Street Smart. Yeah, and he used this for funding, right? Well, yeah, they basically said if you do okay. this, he'll get this. There it's you go. Like, it's kind of like, well, I don't fault him for that, but boy, that movie well, does not. Well, I do as well because he did he did write this. So he sold out. He wrote the movie. He was sold out. Doesn't matter. But apparently that movie was he supposed sold to have, his soul on this movie. Superman Four was supposed to have like a thirty million dollar budget, and like the week before they started filming, like, yeah, it's going to be eight million dollars. You can tell like, the credit sequence is awful. One well, of the worst the same, in the series. The same flying scene over and over oh, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pointed that out to the kids. I'm like, now watch this scene because it happens right away at the beginning when he's out in space. Yeah. I'm like, you are going to see this scene in daylight. <laughs> 20 more times. Well, <laughs> it never so ends. We, we didn't, I didn't just Stop watch this, well, I highly recommend Quest for Peace. It's fantastic. Oh, if you want a good laugh and just, oh, my God. There's a scene in the movie where he's pounding them into the moon. I'm like, what is happening here? And everything's done in slow motion. I get it, they're in space, but boy, okay, it's not that slow in space. I'll tell you this much. If I had to watch this, Superman Returns, Man of Steel, or Batman with Superman, I'm watching Quest for Peace every time. Just so you can get a good laugh. Yeah, because it's enjoyable. The other movies are just a slog. They're, all, they're long and boring. and yeah. Batman and Robin. Ugh. I'll watch Quest for Peace over that, too. It's but, so bad. Okay, so that's the, one of the shittier movies I've seen. It Follows. But getting back to It Follows, this is probably one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I love the concept that you're literally spreading a sexual, sexually transmitted ghost yeah. for the most part. Fucking brilliant. There's some, that some concept of stuff is awesome. scared the shit out of me. Like where the house and that tall dude walks in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped a little bit yeah. there. It just, it's one of those movies that's creepy because everyone... Can, has experience and can relate to that moment where you're running upstairs and you feel like someone's behind you yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. That's the feeling I had watching this movie. And it opens up great, you know, and after, after I actually watched the movie and um, I started putting things together, I'm like, oh, okay. So the girl at the beginning of the movie that runs out of the house and her dad's like, hey, is everything all right? That's a girl that that dude slept yep. with, right? Absolutely. Yep. She gets killed, her legs like snapped in half. So it you comes, know, it no comes idea back to him. Comes back to him. Yeah. And then he passes it on to this girl. But at least he explained it to her. The only problem was she went out whoring around town, but she didn't tell anybody about the problem. So it always came back to her. Yeah. And for one moment after she jumps on the boat, I'm assuming she had a fucking, they ran a train on her, right? 
Well, something happened where there's an old fucker standing on top of the the roof. Yep. They're backing out of the driveway. I was like, holy shit. It's a, eerie. Yeah. It's got some scary stuff in it. The only problem I have with the movie is it really, at the end, it, it kind of... It lost. It, it loses it steam. It did. Um, especially, I, I assume that was her father figure, right? I believe so. But yeah, it's just no the whole... The, whole... Uh, the singer. Yeah. So. George Michael. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, we also, before we go any further, we need to kind of dedicate this show probably to, like, Carrie Fisher. Yes, that is sad news, man. I was on uh, vacation when that news broke. I was like, I was like, damn it. Not only because she was supposed to play a huge part in episodes eight and nine. Yeah, that's it. That's it. See, you're a shitty fanboy, just like everybody else. The first thing that happened after you died, it's like, did she film all of her scenes yet? Is she done? It's, is there a way we can CGI her into this? <laughs> that, no, I do never want to that's, see her CGI'd again. Well, they, they've already come on, so they're not going that's to. Good. Initially, that's Initially, they good. said they were, and that they got permission from the estate. Already. Oh, really? Okay. But yeah, I'm like, oh, that no. better not be true. I, I hope they don't do that. Um, but no, no, it was, it, was, it was heartbreaking news because that was my first girlfriend. That's my first princess, man. Back in 77, Princess Leia was hot, especially when she hit Return of the Jedi. I mean, what boy doesn't forget that? Yeah. You don't. That never will go away. Yeah. That was that was great. When she went out and basically campaigned about not not liking to do that and how bad that was. I'm like, hey. I'm sure. Yeah. But she looked great on screen. She did. But, Absolutely. I don't know. She was a cool actress. She was and, funny in uh, the Blues Brothers, too. Oh, well, Blues Brothers she was great in. The Burbs. Remember the Burbs? I do. You know, I was actually thinking about that. I mentioned that. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years. Watch it. She's, she's great in that movie. I, I, should, I was actually thinking of revisiting that because I remember not being that thrilled with it. But I think I'll It's really it. not that bad. I, I actually enjoy that it's movie. It's got Corey Feldman in it. How bad it can sure play? does. He plays one of the neighbors. The other guy that died, Miguel Ferrer. Do you remember him? No. Robocop, Bob Morton. Oh, really? Bob yeah, Morton? He died, died this week. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He was a, a really good character actor, too. Damn it, Bob. He's obviously not getting much. Press because nobody really knows. Yeah, I think he was. That was the the cat, right? Well, they were all cats. Yeah, he was the guy that uh, that gets taken out when he's with the two hookers. He's yep, putting the cocaine yep. on the booby. Yeah. He was he was a boobies? good character. <laughs> he was actually cousin of George Clooney. That's what I call mint titties. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and then Clarence comes in. Bitches, leave. <laughs> oh, you gonna call me Bobby? No, he was a he was a good. Guy. He's kind of a guy that you've probably seen and you don't remember him. Or you remember him, but you don't remember the name. Sure. So yeah. I don't remember yeah. anybody's names. Yeah. Even after I've seen the his, movie. I think his best part, he was on Twin Peaks. He was hilarious on that. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he's actually going to be on the Twin Peaks uh, revival that's coming no out shit. in a couple months. Yeah. Not anymore. No, well, yeah. He's, he's shot scenes. Oh, they did. They shot scenes. Okay. But rest in peace to those two. And, and George Michael, too. Come on, you know. Yeah. We, I mean, damn. 2016, man. They lost a lot. Mary Tyler Moore died today, too. Really? Yeah. This show is getting really sad. This is, really fast. This is, this is depressing. Well, okay, let's bounce back. Yeah, let's, it, it, it follows. So it follows. If, if anyone out there hasn't seen it, it's on Netflix right now. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's, it it's, is an awesome concept. I'm assuming the ending, and I'm not giving it away because you can't really give it away. But when they're walking on the yeah. sidewalk, you know, What's together, yeah. somebody pops up behind them. So it's I'm assuming keep... it's still following them. Yeah. And they're going to make a sequel. You didn't spoil it. And the actress in this movie is phenomenal. She's great. And you saw her in another movie? I saw her in another movie, The Guest. What a great movie that is. What a hidden fucking job. I recommend it to Joe. I've loved this movie since I first saw it. That guy was so cool that I didn't want him to turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I I didn't care for that part of it because it's like, why would he kill the family that kind of 
welcome him. See, I, 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 I thought he was going to protect him or something, or they were going to protect him from yeah. the government dudes or whatever. But I so wanted to drop the guest and watch that on here, for, but I couldn't because it's a new movie. But it, it feels like an '80s movie. It does, like a really, really good '80s movie. I love the title sequence of that. Yeah, even the split title sequence. Getting yeah. back to that movie too. That was one of the coolest title sequences I've seen since Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really good movie. And Dan Stevens, the, the main guy, is, is freaking awesome in it. The guest was great. So, yeah. And the ending is, fuck, that would, that would make you literally laugh out loud. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So thank you for recommending that. Absolutely. That was a great Absolutely. I, I, a great I knew show. you'd enjoy it. So that's one of my favorites. It's What's that actress's name? I can't remember her name. Like I said, I literally... she. You know how I recognized her? Because she was in Independence Day Resurgence, my favorite from this past summer. You said, oh, she was in that. I'm like, I wouldn't know. I didn't see it. Micah Monroe. Yes. She's phenomenal. Born in 1993. Doesn't that make you feel old? Very old. So that she was makes born her the year, She's 23-ish right now? Yeah. So you, She was born in the year that Last Action Hero came out. Ah. Well, <laughs> what did you say? 93, right? Yeah. yeah. So Jurassic Park. It's true. Yeah. Summer of Cliffhanger and Last Action Hero. Indeed. Great stuff. What, what else have you seen, Joe? So um, check out The Guest and It Follows. But The Guest is by far one of my favorite movies. The Guest is great. Yeah. Um, cheap Thrills. Yes, Holy shit. One. What a fun movie that I is. I got that on Blu-ray, too. I love that movie. Did you, was that on Netflix? That's on Netflix oh, right cool. now. Oh, cool. So I'm scrolling through Netflix. This is how cool Netflix is because it surprises you. Yeah. Scrolling through, I'm like, oh, the Jungle Book's on here. Oh, Paddington, which I still haven't seen. The kids haven't seen. Um, and I'm like, Civil War. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I knew that was out on Christmas Day. Then I'm like, oh, wait. It follows. And then the guest, and then you like literally hit me up on the phone like, hey, check out the guest. I'm like, yeah, it, it's on here. And then I'm going through, I'm like, holy fuck, Cheap Thrills. I was like, I wanted to see that with you, but we were busy or something. Yeah, that was the one I saw down on campus, and actually the director and the star. Yeah, I wish I I could have gone with you. That was a smart, fucking, that's a fun movie, dude. Yeah. That is a fun movie. Because it takes a dark turn really quick. When they open up the Q&A, Q&A, the first question, it's like, what was... The dog, what, was, what did you actually eat? I'm like, gee, we've never been asked that question. <laughs> it's like the first question anybody asks. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a demented movie, and it's, yeah. It's, a, a little bit. They, they go, they, so basically. Well, well, it's not, that's, this one we shouldn't spoil. We'll yeah, a, we'll, no, just, just, yeah, watch it. Basically, it's about these two, two guys, like down the luck guy who just lost his job, and he needs some money. He's he needs getting some, evicted. Goes to a bar and actually bumps into an old friend. Yeah. And they bump into a couple who are out kind of celebrating. And they kind of invite these two, two to, friends back to their place. To play and, a game. And their games are basically to make these guys do kind of demented things, you know, yep. and challenges and things like that. It, it starts off clean, you know, like, I, I, next person that drinks a shot, I get 50 bucks. Yeah, well, know? it starts with the money in the toilet. And just they kind of want to see, like, where, where he's going to go with right. it. You know, yeah. it starts really... And you know what? I thought they were going to come back to that, like, and you took the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. Great movie. One, one thing I get spoiled. Do not laugh your ass off when the dude starts masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> you just look over like, oh my god. No, the actor with the beard, his buddy that he hasn't seen for five years. Yeah. That was the guy that played um, Chevy Chase's young son, right? In Las he's, Vegas. He's an Ember, yeah. yeah. He was He was in the guest, too. Yes, yeah, he was just in the guest. He was part. the gun. He's the yeah. one that sold the guns. I'm like, yeah. that is so cool. And he's on the new show Sneaky Pete on Amazon. Okay, great. He's kind of still working. That's Actually, awesome. It he reminded funny. me of Matthew McConaughey. It's like, is he trying to do a Matthew McConaughey? I don't I know. if they wanted Matthew McConaughey for that role, because he sure the fuck acted like this Matthew This is the funny thing. When, when I was at the, uh, the movie, watching the movie, and that actor and director were there, 
they were talking about him. Yeah. They said he's a dick. Really? Yeah. They said he was a dick like the entire time during filming. Well, you can kind of see it. I don't know if maybe he was just getting into character or whatnot. I don't know, but, but yeah. you can kind of see that at the end there because he, he fucking turns pretty damn quick. Yeah. Smart movie, though. It's, it's fun. It's a good movie. It, it reminds you of like the most dangerous game, kind of like those you know hard targets. You're stuck in this shitty situation. How you going to get out, kind of thing. But it was it was fun. Yeah, I love the ending too. And oh, ending sequence is awesome. It's so. a great movie. Yeah, fucking great movie. It's it's not for everybody, but I think as you start watching it, if you get 20 minutes into it, and you're really enjoying it. You're really going to go with it and enjoy it. Yeah, you probably know right away where it's. We don't know where it's going, but you kind of see it's going to a darker place. Well, yeah. You either want to go on that journey or shut it off. Yep. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I loaned that to I gave it to my parents so I had my dad watch it. Did no, I thought my dad would like because he kind of likes kind of weird stuff okay. like that. Did he, did and he then, get into that? And then my mom watched it. I'm like, just like, what is that? I'm like, mom, I really kind of didn't think you'd like that. <laughs> it was it was uncomfortable when this lady had sex with him too. Yeah. You know, and then the dude starts jacking off. Exactly. Right? But I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And she's looking at him. Like, oh, I'm gonna come. I'm like what? Very enjoyable movie. It's 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 out there. I like really weird stuff. Awkward. It's, very awkward. It's out there like starring Mel Gibson. Out there. <laughs> Which he would do. To call back at her. Not anymore. He's now up for best director. That's again. right. Congratulations, Way Mel. Go, Mel. He had another kid the other week, too. Did he? Yeah. All right. Ninth kid. Yeah, boy. Way to go, Mel. Still working after all these years. We, we love you. All right. Um, anything else? You the anything the else? last one I, I actually watched was Sanctum. Oh, Have yeah. you heard of this? James Cameron was the executive producer on this. I think it was released shortly after Avatar. I remember. Yeah, I, I didn't, it really didn't appeal to me. No, I mean, it, I was bored one night and I'd come across him like, oh, I'll give this a spin. Don't. <laughs> save, save yourself some time. I'm saving you time from watching this movie. It's, it's about explorers and cave diving. And it's kind of one of those movies like, okay, there's a big storm coming. You're deep in the Earth's core. Yeah. Let's go deeper. It's it's fucking dumb. The porn film or no no no. But oh, okay. the, of course the, the only good, good looking woman in the movie, ha, you know she gets hyperthermia so she has to unzip out of her suit so oh. we can all see her in her bra and undies. You know the but best of part of the movie. Best part of the movie. Yeah, I, I remember. But seeing then the she dies shortly after. Oh, spoiler! Well, I'm sorry. trying to get people not to watch it. Of course, she's the chick that really isn't that experienced, but yet she's gonna scuba dive from cave to cave and. And she gets her hair caught in like one of those harnesses. Oh no! Oh, and it rips her like fucking like basically sculpts her for the most part. Well, nice. I remember seeing that. I'm thinking, well, it, it wasn't the same type of thing, but I thought, oh, it reminded me a bit of the descent. I know what. No, it wasn't anything like that. No, but yeah, I, but he, I'm like, you know what? I've seen enough of that. I like the descent. That was interesting. Except this is just nature killing people for fucking hanging out in a cave. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, it seriously, it was. It's not that fun. And I saw one other movie in the theater. I saw The Bye Bye Man. Oh God, why? Did you enjoy you know it? Me. You know me. I love. Did you enjoy it though? I heard it was shit. It was one of the worst movies I've seen. Long time. I heard rumors the movie was so bad that it was only going to be in theaters Friday through Monday. But what you don't understand, Joe, is when somebody tells me that you have I'm to going. go. I'm going to be first in line. I love the the trailer was fun watching that because I think they they previewed that before uh, Office Christmas Party. Yeah. And my kids were like, Oh wow, wow, we got to see this movie. Um, well, you know what? The premise is not bad. It's not awful. It's just, execution's terrible, the acting's terrible. It looked like another Final Destination bullshit. It was. It was, right? a, it was yeah. a complete rip-off of that, you know. And it, but Don't think it, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> the bye-bye man. No, but <laughs> At yeah. least Carrie Ann Moss has worked now. Good for her. God, she was, she was in this like 10 minutes. She was awful. I'm actually looking forward to uh, The Rings. 
Uh, I'll check that. I don't know, but I'll check that. Out. No, the thing. No, I talk about this movie. The beginning starts really good. The, the opening scene is okay. really good, and then it just goes downhill. But it's funny. The first thing they do is they show like they showed 1968 Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, very nice. And any ties to the Raiders at all? Don't know. Okay. But like as they go through the movie, then eventually they. It's like this house is. It's like he thinks this house is haunted. And he goes to the realtor. It's like, yeah, I bought that house in Sun Prairie. I need your, you know, help. I'm not kidding you. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, in like in the house, they have like a thing that says Edgerton on it. Oh my god, it's that's like, fantastic. I've never seen this much Wisconsin. That's ever. great. Obviously, there must have been ties somewhere. I get. Well, yeah, because who does put Sun Prairie in there? Good for them. Unfortunately, it had to be a really shitty movie. But you know, someday we're gonna direct the pit too. We're yeah. going to bring Beaver Dam back. Pit harder, yeah. <laughs> Fall harder. The pit, too. I'm going to look at these a lot. Def- I, I would love to see a pit sequel. You know? <laughs> I think that would be incredible. Teddy returns. The return of Teddy. He's alive. Uh-oh. Like, one more time. I'm going to look at these a lot. That's five stars for you right there, every what, time. What a dark little movie that was. <laughs> um... What else? Oh, um, all the, for all the Star Wars fans out there, they released the new title for Episode Eight, which I was surprised because me and Tom are Packer fans. So after our Packers get demolished Humiliated. in the NFC Championship game, you know, returning to work on Monday, it was a little gloom and all that. And then one of our senior writers stops over and he's like, "Hey, did you hear the Episode Eight title was released?" I'm like, "Shut the fucking front door." <laughs> That's exactly how Joe talks at work. So I go online and boom, there it is. I'm like, okay, cool. The Last Jedi. What do you think of that? Do you like it? Um, Even though we already know Luke Skywalker is, is it, The Last Jedi. Is it a sequel to The Last Dragon? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been cool if they did something? It would have been. Neon lighting? Because Luke's the got the glow. When you got the glow. <laughs> we, we should revisit that movie. I've got it. I, we, need to, we need to do that movie. I like that movie. Yeah. That's, boy, yeah. is it cheesier and shit. Uh, Dave Wagner will Dave Wagner will swear this is like one of the the best '80s movies. It's so much fun. Yeah, it, no, it's definitely fun. I'll give him that. It's like a nice um, kind of like homage to Tron anyway, right? When they start glowing and shit. I don't think it was meant ah, as an homage to Tron, but I just love the the bad guy in that movie. He's glowing red and shit. That was kiss fantastic. my converse. <laughs> there it Who's is. Who's the master? Who's the master? <laughs> Me and my Jared girl. <laughs> A lot of bad Jerry Curl in that movie, uh, but it was a fun movie. It is. We will definitely have to do that. But did, did you like the title, The Last Jedi? You cool with that? I'm, I love that know, everybody is just like, oh, what does it mean? I'm like, fuck, it's Luke Skywalker. I guarantee it. Why because, would he be The Last Jedi? Because if you watch the opening crawl for Force Awakens, yeah. Leia's in search for her lost brother, Luke Skywalker, The Last Jedi. It but says it in the, the opening crawl. Isn't the new girl going to be a Jedi as well? I don't know. That's what people are... Um, Running around well, contemplating, like, what does it mean? Well, I guess, is we'll, just have, I guess I? we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I also heard rumors that there's, like, Furby-like creatures that surround this island at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, I hope that's untrue. Did Lucas get some script revisions on that? I don't know. That's they said like it's him. a mixture between a Furby and a Gremlin, and it's supposed to test Ray. I'm like, please tell me that's not right. That, that, sounds, that, can't that, be sounds, that sounds brutal. Sounds horrible. Well, are you worthy to be on this island? Are you worthy to be a Skywalker? Oh! Are they going to be celebrating, uh, what's it called, the Wookiee Day or whatever from the holiday special, Earth Day or whatever? What is it? Was it Earth Day? No, wasn't it the holiday special? Is that the holiday special, about? but they were celebrating something. I forgot what oh, it was. Oh, fuck, I don't know. But, oh, God, that is... Life Day or Life <laughs> Day or something. Earth Day. It's probably Earth Day, right? Uh, Wookiee Wookie Day? I tried to forget. 
I just love that Harrison Ford was in He was that. so depressed to be there. He's just like, hey, Chewie. Hey, ugly fucking... You got an ugly family, Chewie. His yeah. fucking family was ugly. The only time he was more depressed is reading the, the Blade Runner <laughs> narration. I'm a Blade Runner. <laughs> she really wasn't. Uh, she was a little different. They're never, to... never going to use this shit, right? No, we're never No, of course they did. And it even showed up in the fucking sequel's teaser trailer. Yep. I used to be like you. Times have changed. I think we talked about that in the uh, the Die Hard episode we trashed and didn't put away. But the Blade Runner se- the Blade Runner sequel looks phenomenal. I'm very excited about it. I am too. Yeah. I am too. Um, I, I heard that um, Harrison Ford got into it again with uh, Ridley Scott cool. over if his character is a replicant or not. And Harrison Ford says, "No, he shouldn't be a fucking replicant." Blah blah blah. So I'm wondering. Well, he's clearly not because the replicants had like a seven seven year lifespan, ban, and this is like. 30 years later. I, I hope so. I'm just saying. Of course, they tried to explain at the end of Blade Runner that Rachel was different and she wasn't going to... So they... the, the only thing that they tried to tie into that movie is because of that... Uh, what was it? The uh, flashback, right? Of the unicorn or whatever yeah. running through. That that was supposedly like one of his dreams. As long as Rutger Hauer runs from them going, King, King, <laughs> That hat. <laughs> Love it, love it. Uh, I don't want to see a fat Rutger Hauer dressed in those little skivvies again. That would be a scary thought no, right there. No, but it has a gigantic cast coming in. Um, yeah. So, we'll see. I'm excited. That'll be a fun October. 2017 is going to be huge for movies, man. Yep. There's a lot of great movies coming out in 2017. Of yeah. course, the number one movie will be Star Wars. I don't see any other movie. Is it too late to say the Bye Bye Man's not going to no, make it, more money than Star Wars? I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it should have been Star Wars The Bye-Bye Man. That should have been The, <laughs> the Bye-Bye Man. <laughs> I love it. Who or, are you? I'm The Bye-Bye Man. Well, <laughs> All right, so we just spent 30 minutes. Let's move on to our top five. We don't want to keep the people here forever. Shit. Yeah. All right, top, top five sidekicks. Yes. You started off, No, buddy. top five most annoying sidekicks. Oh, that's sidekicks. right. The most annoying sidekicks ever. Yeah, because I think our top fives are better when we, like, you know, berate right. people and say they suck instead of how great people are. Okay. My number five comes with a little bit of a you know caveat. Leo Getz from the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> That's a great one. The reason why, in two, he's great. Okay, so you liked him in two, but you're Absolutely. talking from three oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leo Getz is really enjoyable in two. He's maybe a little overbearing. Okay, okay, okay. He's, okay, he's okay, in two okay. a little bit too much. But oh, then, two, he's, he's the comic relief in two. He is, but he's in it he, too long. But he fits it. He does. He He's annoying to the point where it doesn't annoy you as a viewer. They fuck you at the drive-thru. That Great was stuff. it, too. Great People stuff. were rolling laughing they when were. that hit the theater screen. He, to the characters in the movie, yes, they annoy the fuck out of him, right? But to the viewers, you're just laughing your ass off. But after two, there but is three, no reason for him to be in the movie. He movies. started rubbing the audience the wrong way. Well, he started doing it a little bit in two. He was, but three, I'm like, why is he in this movie? He doesn't, they, they doesn't hugged belong him. in this. They hugged him at the end of two, thinking like that would be the last time we'll ever see Leo. I, I just, I knew it was going to be bad when I saw the Lethal Weapon 3 poster and creepy Leo's trying oh, to squeeze God, through one there. Of the, one of the worst posters. <laughs> he looks like a little troll trying to sneak through the two guys there. That will be a, that will be one of our future top fives. Worst posters? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. That's idea. a good one. Maybe, be next, maybe one. next week. We'll do that. Yeah, worst poster. That's, that's fun, that, and that will be on my list because that poster. Fuck. That's gonna be. That's sucks. gonna be tough for you to do. Not really. No, to, to narrow it down because oh, there's so many. I'll, I'll find the. I'll find them. Trust me. We, we kind of should maybe not go into the 2000s because after that it became all Photoshop shit. So it's like you know the earlier ones were because I mean Photoshop is really easy to pick on because like 
photoshopped head and exploded yeah, no, building. We can, and, we can play around from 80s to yeah, and the 90s, right? Well, we'll just have some fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Well, Leo gets it after Lethal Weapon 2. Awful. Just awful. So it. what do you got for number five? My number five is, you remember the movie Clash of the Titans, the original? Yes. The little mechanic owl, boo-boo? Oh, yes. Fucking annoying. That's, that's definitely a sidekick. The funniest part of, uh, about um, that whole movie, like the remake version of it, is when they actually had boo-boo in there. They're like, grab, grab your weapons, grab anything that's useful for our fucking adventure or trip yeah. to go kill the Kraken. And Wasn't he just like sitting there or Well, something? no, somebody opened a treasure chest and they pulled boo-boo out. I started laughing immediately because I'm like, oh, all right, great nod. And then somebody was like, what is this? Uh, leave it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, thank God. Because it was awful. Oh, God. Anytime that guy showed up on the screen, I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> I remember that as a kid. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. I'm like seven years old at the time. If a seven-year-old says it's stupid, it's stupid. Clash of the Titans is a great PG movie that showcases some of the most beautiful breasts you'll ever see in film. <laughs> and those don't include Harry Hamlin, right? No. It was when he was a little child. He was drinking from mommy's milk. And that's... But seriously, you go back and watch it, you're like, this movie's PG. Yeah. Full front nudity. I remember I, remember I went to see... Um, PG, I'm like, oh, this is great. My grandparents took us to see The Bounty. Have you ever heard of The Bounty? No. Mel Gibson and Anthony Hopkins, are, it's like basically the old world, they're like exploring or whatever. I forgot okay. the movie, but my grandparents took us to that PG movie. There's a scene where they go like visit the natives. Everybody's got their boobies hanging out. And my grandparents, like 10 minutes in this movie, are kind of like, hey, kids, here's some quarters. Why don't you go play some arcade games? Because they're like all embarrassed. Because like, I'll stay here. <laughs> we did go play the games. But I'll stay. Booby. Thank no you. thanks. I'll stay. Yes. But yeah, if you want to see a great theatrical breast, go, go watch the original. Theatrical <laughs> Go watch Clash of the Titans. That's a new phrase for the show. Theatrical breast. That's a fun movie. It ages well, but that character sucks. Probably aged better than the uh, remake. <laughs> I didn't mind that one. The sequel, Wrath of the Titans, they not so much. Didn't bother. Oh, boy, they ruined that one real quick. Yes, they did. Okay, my number four is Cindy from Commando. Ray oh. Dawn Chong. Good call. I love the movie. She's annoying as fuck. She doesn't belong. She's, she, she serves no purpose. Yeah. Basically, once she's used as, like, the fodder for him to get to Sully. Yeah, she was whiny as yeah. fuck in that movie. See, the thing is, he's going to use her to get to Sully. Right. She never even does that to help him. Mm-mm. And after that, no. she doesn't help at all. No. And it's like she tries to get him arrested right away. Yeah, and, and then she like, went, oh my nail. She Ooh. shows some she tries to show some non-existent cleavage to those Yuck, two cops to rescue. She's worthless. Yeah. It's like, she's annoying. You look dirty and you have an upper lip. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's like pointless. It's like you know, Commando is basically a man's man movie. It's perfect for but she yes, doesn't it is. You kinda have to have a woman in the movie, but you didn't need one in this one. And, and didn't they lead it up like they, they were gonna have become, some, yeah. yeah. But epic there was commando sex at the end. It wasn't followed up uh, in the movie at all. It's kinda like there's no romantic no. chemistry between them. No. That's that's terrible. Yeah. So she's definitely a couple of mine on her romantic characters. She, yeah, good, good call, man. Commando's a great movie to watch, yeah. but yeah, if you could literally. She doesn't ruin her up, the movie, but she doesn't belong in the movie. No, it's just every time she's on screen, you're like, because I mean, at least you get to the end where it's like 30 minutes of Schwarzenegger just kicking ass. She's not involved. Right, right. But Ooh, uh, didn't need oh her at all. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now you're gonna kill me. Yep. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Okay, what's your number four? Shut up. Yes, I wish you would have. My number four is Batgirl from Batman and Robin. There's so many Barbara to choose Wilson. from in that movie. Well, there is, but oh my gosh, she did not belong in that at all. I mean, nobody belonged in that movie. I'm not 
defending you can, you can Batman and Robin. With, you can also go with Robin from that movie. Well, at least we were introduced to Robin in Batman Forever. But they, he's completely awful in this movie. He is, but not as bad as Batgirl. Batgirl sucks, dude. Yes. Just all oh, that character blue. Oh, I, I think Bane oh. is as bad as she is in that oh, movie. Bane, Bane, Bane is so worse, like, wasting that movie. Oh, Bane! Oh. And then you had Poison Ivy. I mean, everything was bad, but Batgirl in there. She's terrible. I'm like, come on. I'm trying to remember, she had a few, and she like... she gained some weight in that, so they tried to shoot everything above, you know, just the top portion. Because yeah. when you get the wider shots of her in the Batsuit, I'm like, whoa, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> what happened? Because she went from... Uh, what was the the Clueless movie, Clueless. right? And then landed up in this film, and I'm like, I don't know, it, it totally didn't work for me. It didn't work for anybody, Jim. No, I know, I know. Yeah, I know that was awful. The, the best part of Batman and Robin is at the beginning when they are getting into their Batmobile and their fucking bat, fucking bike or whatever, and they yeah. take off, and they're like, "Don't wait up, Alfred!" And they take off, and Alfred kind of is like, <laughs> kind of has like that moment, like he doesn't feel well. He's having like a stroke or something. After that movie, I didn't feel well. <sighs> hey, don't, don't wait up, Alfred. I remember seeing Batman Forever, and like, like you said, we, we think we talked about this in the show. We both saw it twice in the same day. And we had Batman Forever. Yeah, we had to convince ourselves we really liked it, and we kind of did at the time. But it hasn't aged well. But compared to you know Batman and Robin, yes, I, I just love that Michael Keaton just came out and he literally explained. He's like, the screenplay sucked. <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. You made the right Which call. is funny because he did so much shit in the 90s. But he made Mr. Multiplicity, you know, come on, dude. But if, if Michael Keenan was in Batman Forever, I just, I don't think it would have worked. No. At all. Not with that director. Movies. Yeah. Like Schumacher, when it, once he was attached to that, he kind of made it flamboyant yeah. to the series. I can't wait to show Bat Nipples. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And then the badass. Yes. And the dun, bad, bad dun. tits with Batgirl. I was like, come on. Ching, 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 burn. Yep. At least then you show the bad dog. You know what I mean? But whatever. The bad dog or the bad dog? Dong. Dong. Oh, bad Sorry. dong, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bad dong. All right, well, my number three is actually another romantic lady. It's friggin' Willie from Temple of Doom. Nice. She's awful. If, if you realize why Temple of Doom is so looked down upon, she's one of the big reasons. She's so but, annoying. But great press. Just kidding. Do well, you think Steven Spielberg had a hard time with Harrison Ford to get in close with her in that movie? I don't know. Hey, 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 that's my future wife. What hey, do If you want to talk about the breasts right there, have you ever seen the movie Dreamscape? Mm-hmm. She's naked in that movie. Good call. Right there. Just watch it. I could have put it on the recently seen. I picked that up on Blu-ray because that's an 80s crazy movie. Dreamscape. I got to loan that to you. You got to watch that again. It's a great poster. Yeah. That's a great oh, poster. It's funny because it's got like what Drew did the poster for it. And it's like totally Indiana Jones or Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. The movie's nothing like that. That's that's fantastic. They even said that. I talked about the Blu-ray. It's like, So great. Drew Struzan actually did the yeah. Dreamscape poster? Yeah. Awesome. Poster's great, but like nothing to do with the movie. That's one that has a big snake up in yes. the background. Yep. The creepy right. snake. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I like it. But she's so annoying in Temple of Doom. Yeah. It's no, funny because like, you could have dueling... Who's, Willie. You could have like dueling bad sidekicks because he had Short Round, too. It was annoying as hell, too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and, you're right. Dueling sidekicks. Terrible. Very annoying. Yeah, and it's like, it's still Indiana Jones, it's still cool, but it's like, they really bring the movie down. Really do. Especially that sequence with the chilled monkey brains. Yes. Like, and no matter the which dish... The monkey brains. <laughs> no matter which dish Willie was served, it always had some weird shit in it. Either a snake fucking crawled out of a potato, or eyeballs popped out of her soup. Ah! Short bro, give me your hat. Why? Indy, Indy, cover your heart, Indy. <laughs> which of that scene makes no sense. Willie... Is going down, right? 
and and she's sweating and she's hot, right? Was that in the unrated director's cut? Willie's going down. Did I miss something? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, sorry. She's going down in that the, the pit that yes. has the lava, right? Yes. And she gets like two inches away from the. But then she can be flame. brought back. But they put a guy in there, right? Yeah. One of the, like the slave. Yeah, it's like ah! dude burns up right away. She gets two inches away from the lava. But she can be brought nothing. back. Nothing. She's brought back. I'm like, it's amazing. It's amazing. Awful. Awful. Yeah, Temple of Doom, it's like, it has not aged well. What do you, seriously, be, it, it wasn't to really good, to, great to begin with, but. Which one do you enjoy more, Temple of Doom or Crystal Skull? Is it still Temple of Doom? Because Temple of Doom is fucking out there. It's a shit movie. You know, I'd probably have to watch Crystal Skull more. I've really, believe it or not, Joe, I've seen it once. Okay, you need to watch it again. I just was really disappointed with that movie. You do that in the meantime. See, you, I you went to see the, uh, when AMC was doing the, they showed all four of them. Okay, yeah. And we watched the first three yep. and left. It's like, I'm not going to watch well, yeah, After Last Crusade, that's... But Indiana Jones, the way they have done the saga with the adventures, they do an awesome one, then they do some fucking outlandish, weird fucking adventure. Then they come back and hit closer to home, and they'll do another outlandish one. So the next one, which they're doing, it's going to be released, I think, in, what, July of 2019? We'll see. We'll see. I'm, dude, I'm going to go. I'm excited. David kept writing it. He promises there's going to be a lot of aliens. Really? Aliens from I Come in Peace since he wrote that? Maybe. Can you bring back the... Maybe. Uh, Why I, not? I Come in Peace. Can you see Harrison Ford? And then you go in pieces. <laughs> of course. That'd be fantastic. He'll whip him and explode into a thousand pieces. The MacGuffin's going to be heroin from space. <laughs> awesome. I think we should be writing this movie, Joe. Hey, there you go. I like it. All right, what's your number three? My number three is Bubba from Forrest Gump. <laughs> do you remember Bubba? <laughs> yeah, I do. Jesus, God. The movie opens Bubba, up the with Forrest Gump. <laughs> the movie opens up with Forrest Gump having a hard time to find a seat on a bus. Yes. And everybody just dogs him out except for, you know, Jenny. Which Jenny turns out to be, she's, she's the villain. She's the real villain in that movie. Is there, anything, nasty is there anything more uncomfortable in Forrest Gump when, like, uh, Forrest Gump prematurely ejaculates? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jenna, I'll just climb in your friend's blanket. <laughs> I was just kind of like, I didn't need to see that. Oh, no. I just wish you would have delivered the line. I'll, I'll <laughs> over your thighs. God. <laughs> I think he did it in her friend's sheets. Sorry about your friend's sheets. <laughs> she sure has nice shoes. Oh, my God. But, yeah, he has trouble finding, you know, seats on a bus, right? And then later in the movie... Same thing happens. Can't see it here. See it's taken. I'll talk your ear off my fucking trail. Did you say fucking? I don't know. You should have. I probably would have enjoyed them, but you know they they get to the military base and um, they're fucking. Oh my god! God, the leader of their fucking squad or whatever is like, you better tuck that lip Lieutenant, in, son. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Look, Lieutenant Dan got legs. Oh my god. Pop, you can do anything but shrimp, popcorn shrimp, bubble shrimp. Oh, very, very good. Very good choice. Yeah, he's annoying as heck. And then when he died, I was like, okay, is the movie going to get any better? It's funny because, like, his death was supposed to be dramatic. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm okay with him dying. I'm like, thank you. You know what it reminds me thank of? Uh, not an old movie, but Chappie. You remember Chappie? The newer movie? <laughs> What's up, my bitches? Oh, God. <laughs> So, if any of you seen Chappie, I, I don't. I saw it once in theater. It was one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. I, I had hopes for it. I thought it was going to be good. I, I think I watched it when it was on Netflix. It, yeah, Suck. boy, Not, I'll oh, tell you. I'll I tell didn't you, like that movie. The uh, the gangster wannabe group that like Chappie's hanging out uh, with. Annoying. I hated their guts so much. Yeah, and they're supposed to annoying. be they're supposed to be likable oh. to you. And no. when they get killed, I was like, yes. 
they were in danger throughout the movie. I'm like, kill them, Finally. kill them, please. I'm like, that's not what you want from somebody. In they the have audience. been destroyed. Oh my god! They've been destroyed. Oh, that's a good, that's a that's a good call because yeah, that was an annoying movie. But then again, I didn't like District Nine. Was it District Nine, right? The movie that he filmed. I thought before? it was okay. I just that you was know. like, fuck, dude. Like Hollywood went nuts on that movie. Nominated for Best Picture. I'm like, really? Why? I, I didn't get it. Sorry. It's just every once in a while they get out there with their choices, and you're kind of like, oh, okay. This year is The Arrival, but everybody says that's a decent movie. I liked it. I liked okay, it. so that's nominated for I was best. pretty surprised Amy Adams wasn't up for Best Actress, because let's be honest, it's easier to get a Best Actress nomination. Sure. She's really good in this movie. Meryl Streep was. Meryl Streep gets a freaking nomination from no matter what. And the award doesn't go to I saw that Meryl movie. Streep. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't, okay. you know, she does the same shit all the time. It's, you know. Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep. Yeah. As Meryl Streep. Yeah, I agree. So my number two... Your number two. ...is Rob Schneider from Judge Dredd. Herman. I think his name was Herman, right? Herman Fergie or something. Did they release... He was so friggin' annoying in this movie. Now, Judge Dredd is not a movie many people like. There's a very superior, you know, reboot that came out, which is great. Um, But Judge Dredd, I think... Except for the dummy in the wheelchair when the body falls. (laughs) I laugh every time I see that sequence. But whatever. But yeah, but the, the way yes, that was that movie reminded me. Of the, did they pretty much steal the premise of the raid, for the most part? From yes. That Judge Dredd. Well, okay. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. That was great. Yeah. But um, the '95 Judge Dread or '94 '95 was one of those two. But it, I so think it's in, it's a guilty pleasure. It's not awful. No, it's, it's not. Except for Rob Stallone's a, Stallone's terribly cast in the movie, and the fact that Judge Dredd doesn't have a helmet on ninety percent of the movie. It's like True. okay, the point. True. Yeah, but the sidekick just awful. He's so bad. Yeah, almost to the point. Yeah, especially when he's hiding in the trash. And Rob Schneider's annoying to begin with, but this is like super high level. Did he get that gig because of Demolition Man? I don't know. Could be. Where Stallone's like, I think you're funny. That was the worst Stallone (laughs) impression. That was the worst Stallone impression. I think you're funny. (laughs) Hey, yo. You're a pretty funny guy. That's, that's, that's better. much better. That's better. Hey, I think you're funny. <laughs> so one day I'm Stallone. One Don't day we're going to have to do a Rocky marathon, maybe. Yes. Um, because I would sure love to do Rocky Five on this show. That'd be great. God, that is an awesome, cheesy fucking B-movie. It's one of my favorite out of the series, just to make fun of. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's great, kid. That's great. It's great. <laughs> hey. Hey, Tommy. You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> you knocked him down. Why don't you try that and beat that? <laughs> I'll fight you anywhere. My ring's outside. Uh, you hit me, I'll sue. For what? <laughs> oh my god, it was awful. Just <laughs> awfully bad. That was great. Yeah, maybe you could talk to like the kid or something, because I don't think he's like analyst uh, too much. I'm going to go down to drink some beers, okay? <laughs> Tommy the Machine Gun. What, Tommy the Machine Tommy Gun. Tommy Morrison was one of the worst actors ever. He was. Did he Rest pass? in peace. He did. Rest okay. Right. He had AIDS for a long time and oh, said he didn't guy. have AIDS. Poor guy. And then tried to box more and nobody wanted to let him box, obviously. I don't have the AIDS. Don't have it. Just kidding. <laughs> I just got your AIDS blood you all that, over me. You heard that wrong. <laughs> all right. So Rob Schneider can be annoyed in, in most everything, but this was top of the list. All right. What do you got for number two? Number two, probably one of the most annoying characters. Well, not the most. Wait till we get to our number one, but... I'm guaranteeing we don't know we don't look at these lists in advance. This, I'm sure we have the same number one. I bet we do. Okay. I bet we do because nothing's as annoying as that number one. Okay. But if if you're gonna get close to a number one, your number two pick would be Ruby Road from the fifth. Oh one. God! I'm surprised I forgot that. Fuck. 
What terror? Was he, she supposed to be? I don't know. I have no idea. To this day, twenty years I'm later, like, I still obviously don't know. it's somewhat of a comic relief type character. Maybe no, no. I would call it annoying. I'm gonna throw something through the screen because fucking Chris Tucker dude. Yeah, terrible in this movie, man. He took that character to the next level. Chris he Tucker, didn't know yeah. if he was straight, gay, bi, something. Talked like a woman throughout the entire movie. Screamed so loud. And the, and this movie has an awesome soundtrack. But when this fucker's talking and screaming, you're just like. It's ear piercing. Has Chris Tucker been in anything other than that? Like, I think he was in Jackie Brown and then all the Rush Hour movies. I'll give him the first <laughs> two Rush Hour movies, right? Jackie Brown, his character, he gets killed. Right I know. Away at the I'm just saying, like, he really didn't do much. After Rush Hour, he thought he was going to be this huge, like, actor. And, like, he never did anything. Rush Hour 3 sucked, dude. Didn't see it. Didn't Terrible. bother. I was like, I, I've seen enough. I don't even made, know if I saw it. And that made more money than Live Free or Die Hard. I'll never understand that. Well, that's... Uh, speaking of Die Hard, I forgot. we got to get this on here as, as, a, as a recap for Die Hard. Any people who watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine out there, probably not many people, and I think it's a hilarious show, but they referenced uh, Die Hard, uh, the new Die Hard movie. Die Hard 5, was it? Die Hard 5, okay. A good day to Die Hard? Yeah, there's okay. a little quote here. This is just explains it all. Trust me, it's going to be fine. Really? You said that about Die Hard 5, Jake. No. It's not going to be fine. <laughs> that's great. It's classic. It's when things are going wrong during your day. That's, that's great. No. It's not going to be no, fine. It's not going to be fine. And it sure wasn't. That, that, those two guys there, it's basically Joe and I's relationship. It's like, that movie's coming out. I'm like, it doesn't look very good. Joe's like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. <laughs> and I can go back to Joe now and say, Joe, you said it was going to be good. And now you can say, oh, you're right. It wasn't good. That's, that's, not my that's why I laugh. Like, it's Tom and players. Joe right there. That's the Rocky Five of the Die Hard movies right there. Yeah. Well, let's jump to number one. I'm on one. vacation. Okay. We're going to count down three, two, one, and then we're going to say our number okay. one. I guarantee it's going to be the same one. Okay. Three, two, one. Jar Jar, Jar, Jar. Binks. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> we knew it. We knew it. You know, George Lucas would have won so much respect from his fans when they re-released The Phantom Menace in 3D. Yeah. If at the beginning, when they run into Jar Jar, yeah. Flygon accidentally ignited his lightsaber and lopped off his fucking head. Yeah. Why cool couldn't, that been? Why couldn't Han Solo come back and shoot first and blow like Jar Jar's head off? <laughs> oh How could they do that if they, like, if they like put like... Superimposed Jar Jar into what's his name from the cantina that I think, shoots. <laughs> I think Jar Jar could have worked. No, stop right there. Podcast is over, folks. No, We're no, done. Listen, I think Jar Jar could have worked if he was voiced by a different talent. No. And if they made him a little more masculine. Not completely racist is what you're saying? I'm just saying that the whole Jamaican vibe on that character just it doesn't work. Misa gonna ruin your movie. Oh my god. Misa's so horny. <laughs> Misa haven't seen a night of light day in a long, long time. <laughs> that one just segued into a different environment. I don't know what that was. <laughs> well, whatever. I love it. That's Jar Jar, Jar Jar in the porn movie. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know it's out there. I'm sure it is. Well, yeah, Jar Jar by far number one. That's an easy one right there. Oh, boy. How one character can ruin an entire movie. Yeah, well, no, you that, that movie. You almost yourself like, oh, he wasn't that bad. Yes, and he you're was. like, oh, it's terrible. No, there's no way he wasn't. Yeah, Especially you, the battle at the end with you the actually said that. You didn't blue. think he was that bad. The first time I saw the movie, it was a midnight viewing, right? Yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm watching. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just overtired. 
it's not that bad. I come back the second day to see it. Maybe I saw it like around five o'clock or something like that. And I'm like, oh, it is. This is horrible. See, Joe, that's, I know you so well that you are an eternal optimist. If there's a movie you want to like, you're kind of like I was when I was a kid. You, you will try to convince yourself it's good or not that but, bad. But you can't. Not on no, that one. No. And, and unfortunately, those prequels just took it. It's like I said with RoboCop 2. I was the biggest RoboCop fan on the planet. Right. RoboCop then, 2 came out. I went to see it. Yep. And I kept trying to convince myself, this movie's great. I remember talking to my brother, and my brother's like, well, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> And Did like, we see the same movie? No, and then I'm kind of like, no, pa- Patrick, I think I, I liked it better than the first one. No, I'm serious I, to God, I did. I can't believe you said that. No, because you're so excited about well, it. Well, right, but all oh, that sucks. No, and then like it really quickly, I'm kind of like, no, it was bad. Yeah, no. But you want, you don't want to be disappointed. I can go back now and revisit that movie. The stop motion in that is so fucking horrible. Yeah. And yeah. the the bad guy, the nemesis in it's the movie. awful. I'm like, it's a skinny robot. Why is he kicking RoboCop's ass? Doesn't make any sense. The best best part is when like uh, and that's from the director of the Empire Strikes Back. Doesn't make any sense at all. The best part is when like uh, Kane is the bad guy in that, and they say, "What's bugging you, RoboCop?" Kane, Kane is bugging me. <laughs> like, no, you're not RoboCop. Nope, nope, not at all. Awful. Oh, Jar Jar, sorry, buddy, but you're annoying. Yes, there's there's no no denying that. Well, shall we move on to our feature presentation? Jack? Dead heat. Dead Heat, what a strange movie. It is. It is. It's, it's one of those movies now that if you're going to watch it, make sure you watch it in the afternoon. Don't watch it when you have like a long day at work, a stressful day, and then you come home and you watch it at 9 o'clock. Why do you say that? Because I, I just couldn't get into it. It's, it's a fine movie. I just what, uh, I watched did, it at night where I was completely... You didn't like, like it or you were tired? Tired. tired. I think it's the other way around. This is like this a movie... This would wake you up? Well, it's a movie you can shut your brain off. You don't have well, to yeah, pay a lot of attention to it and just enjoy it. I almost fell and asleep during it. I'm not going to lie. But it's not that's the okay. movie's fault. I was just completely tired when I watched it. But Were you trying to vacuum before this? No. Or? Okay, no. just checking. Uh, I, I, I did that during Sanctum. <laughs> the funny thing is, like watching this, I was basically... I really liked how the pace of it. It, it moves pretty fast. There's not a lot of no, dull... No, the opening sequence... I was there. Is You're just, right into the action. It's like yes. it's not really dull. There's a few parts where they kind of have a little, little too much exposition. You didn't need it, but True. I think that was mostly to fill in the, the blanks. But right. there's not a lot of plot to this no. movie. No. And when you get down to it, when they the whole scheme is released, it's like it doesn't make sense. Not really. Because you never really understand why these guys are robbing all these places. Because no. it's like it's all a, well, should we start from the beginning? Anyways, it's, basically it's about these two cops, Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Treat Williams plays Roger Mortis, the old take on Rigor Mortis. <laughs> ah, very nice. And Joe Piscopo is uh, Doug. Don't call me Bam Bam Bigelow. Very annoying in this movie. He is. This is and this is basically like Joe Piscopo's desperate plea to become an action star. Right, and it didn't work. Not at all. I mean, he's jacked. He's got. The, he's jacked. What was Piscopo he's, doing before this movie? I think he did some movies. He did like Johnny Dangerously and you know, okay, study a lot of stuff like that. Which you know, he was interesting, amusing in that, but it was very small doses. Right. Remember that one? Yeah, Johnny Dangerously. He was kind of funny in that. It was Michael Keaton, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, don't smoke cigarettes, chew bubblegum. That's what I do. Yeah, great line. Um, yeah, but just it's clearly just like a big kind of vehicle for him. I know it's got Treat Williams too. Treat Williams was actually kind of a res- somewhat respected actor. Till he did this. I'm not kidding. It's not exactly it. Because, I mean, it's funny, I read an interview with him about it, and it's like, I'll get that out here real quick, because 
this movie's clearly not a uh, resume builder. It's right. almost like a res- resume destroyer. This is the one movie um, he was he starred in with the. It was kind of the underwater. Dead Rising. Yeah, that's a fun. Or deep Rising. Deep, 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 deep Rising, something yeah. like that. Dead Rising is a video. Deep. That was from the director of the Mummy. I lo- Deep I Rising is a. Fun I actually movie. saw that in theater. Yeah. We need to do that movie. That's a fun movie. That's a that's a great movie, man. The yeah. Cruise ship gets freaking sunk. They, they asked. Uh, I read an interview with the. Good shit. Treat Williams about this is like ah oh, an interesting experiment, Joe Joe Piscopo first time director, but you know we tried something that I don't think quite hit the mark, but we had fun, you know you got to do everything once. I think that's a film uh, someone one rebuilds from a little bit, which means he kind of had to go out and like do more movies and kind of <laughs> get back in you know the better graces of people. So I think it's basically. I read an interview with Piscopo too. He kind of says the same thing. They're basically like, well, it's not a great movie, but it was a lot of fun. And it's sure. like, I think if you ask them, like, right when this movie came out, they're like, oh, God, I can't believe I did this. I think time kind of, like, makes. Well, yeah, yeah. I guarantee, but I guarantee filming it, they probably had a, a fucking shit ton of yeah. making this movie. But I mean, this movie didn't just, do anything for either of their careers, but I think no. now, and Piscopo even said it's like, and not, not that he's done really much, but it's like anybody that comes up to him and talks to him always mentions this movie. Oh, sure. Like, he goes to Japan and does it. It's like, basically, everybody knows this movie. Oh, oh Dead Heat. Oh, <laughs> you do Dead Heat, too? Exactly. And I'm, I'm pissed they never made one. It's set up for one right It there. is. It is set up for a sequel. Someday. So, anyways, basically, it's these two cops. Kind of like the buy-the-book cop, Treat Williams. Oh, of course. And the kind of out-there... Well, is he really kind of out-there cop? Who? Piscopo? He's kind of just kind of like the funny cop. He's he's like the the macho like nothing nothing bugs me dude yeah I'm the I'm the guy that sits here and eats a cheeseburger I, I swear to God when he starts doing that at the beginning of the movie when he's fucking pounding the dashboard I've been like <laughs> please get the fuck out of my car it's so distracting Tom and he's fucking munching on the burger shits flying out of his mouth I'm like can you fit more into your mouth dude yeah so they basically go to investigate these like these robbers who are actually like turn out to be zombies they're dead people robbing a jewelry store and throw a weird fetish mask yes. Creepy. Yeah, and then they but basically it starts off with the bang, man. They put like millions of bullets into these guys, and they don't die. No, I swear. I could but then, have then died they, a million times. Yeah, and then they they throw a grenade to finally kill one of them, and he says this. That's great. You remember this? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's that kind of movie, folks. But they're on the case. They're trying to investigate why these dead people are coming back to life and robbing jewelry stores. What's happening? Yeah. There's zombies, in, man. In the investigation, yeah. old Roger Mortis ends up dying, like very early into the movie. And most Which people are shocking. thinking, most people are probably thinking maybe he wanted to die so he could get out of this movie. But what happens? Because he gets trapped behind the door. Yeah, like a, it's like oh, a, there's like a, knocked him out, right? A cha- there's like yeah. a chamber that yep. they use to kill animals, you know, humanely. Well, they kill, they kill his partner. But we find out that at this evil place, they actually have a re- reanimation machine that yes. brings people back to life, and that's how these. Guys are coming back to life and robbing banks. And you just come back dead, for the most part. Yes. The walking dead. So what does he do? He gets basically a limited amount of time when he comes back to life. What is he going to do with his time? He's going to solve the goddamn case. That's right. Because he's, he's a cop. Because you can't keep a good cop dead. Absolutely. It's a great line. So it's, it's just a, it's a fun movie. It's so dumb. It's literally one of the dumbest movies you'll ever watch. It's got to be. Hey, Roger. Oh, Ray Roger. Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's basically there's so many bad one-liners from Joe Piscopo. Let's, oh, uh, like there too. You're under arrest. You have the right to remain disgusting. I'm sure, that's necessary. You can't be too careful. Can't be too careful. 
It's just a million of them. My, my favorite, my personal favorite is when he finds a guy reading the uh, porno mag at the, uh, oh, God. the building. I think Joe Piscopo would be a great voice talent. Could be, so yeah. He's a cartoon pretty character. Voice. Yeah. Let's not, let's not forget after, you know, Treat Williams, Roger Mortis has some, too. Roger, you haven't heard the worst of it. I'm dead, Rebecca. How much worse can it get? <laughs> <laughs> and another, one more personal favorite. You know, the weird thing is, I feel fine. I feel like I could run in the Boston Marathon. And no, you couldn't, Roger. It's not open to dead people. <laughs> You get what he did there? It's not open to dead people. Yeah. Oh. Now, what do you what do you think of the special effects this week? Because there's a lot of makeup. I think it's there's some really good stuff and there's some really bad stuff. There there are. There is. I mean, some of the makeup on the zombies, okay. Some of the weird animals that come back to life. I little, thought the animal strange. scene is friggin' awesome. The, the hog thing? Oh, okay, my God. But the weird fucking thing that comes out, which is that, what, a gigantic pig or something? That yes. kind of basically just... Now, I was a little older when this came out. This, really scared, this would have scared the shit out of me as a kid. The, the worst scene, the most disgusting scene is the little fucking chicken wings when they're shaking around in there. <laughs> and I was hoping... That um, maybe from tape heads, that gentleman that sells the chicken yes. would have walked in and started singing. Roscoe's, Roscoe's name. Oh, that'd been great. Yes. I, I do also like when they come in there, like to the Chinese restaurant, that uh, Joe Piscopo has to get a nice racist thing in there. No, oh, of course he does. Listen, Mongo, we're cops, and if Thule's not out here in ten seconds, we're gonna kick some honorable ass. Honorable ass. <laughs> That's fantastic. But yeah. The, yeah, that's when they walk in and he's like, I show you a demonstration. And of course, he has the same. Yeah, so there's like multiple regeneration machines. And that, that's great. It's kind of like a club, right, for the most part? It's kind of confusing, the whole movie. It's, it's very confusing because I was like, wait a minute. Because they all sit around in a circle at the end. It's like, okay, so each of you own one of these little contraptions? Yeah. Because Maybe they're gangs in a way. Yeah, because the, I don't know. Vince, the great Vincent Price is in this movie for a very limited time. You know, I totally time. forgot he was in this movie. Yeah? yeah? Totally forgot. He's in like a videotape segment and then at the very end of the movie. He's barely in the movie. I love the line at the end of the movie. Well, kill him already. Yeah. Oh, shut up, you old fart. The whole the whole plot is that this they're made, they have this regeneration machine that they're basically this Arthur P. Loudermilk who's kind of... I don't he owns the... I think he owns the company. But basically, it's they're going to use this machine to bring... Is that all Ralphie's this, father? Ralphie's father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, right. The, okay, all right. No, he's the, he's the cop. He's like a cop, too, isn't he? Oh, no, he's the main guy in the end. Darren, McG- Darren McGavin, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think he's okay. also a cop, too. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, Darren McGavin. Um, he, yeah, so basically the whole plot is that they've got, they're, they're kind of shaking down these rich people, so yep. when they die, they can actually come back to life and not have to give all their money to their, their heirs and stuff. Right. That, but it's strange because it kind of gets to that, but, like, the whole rest of it doesn't make a lot of sense. That makes sense, but maybe I'm kind of like... Maybe that's why I fell asleep during that. Could be, could be. No, I guarantee, like, if this is on Saturday afternoon, I could get through it just fine. Yeah, this is a perfect Saturday morning film to watch. Oh, yeah, totally. And well, I, mean, I mean, this is the perfect movie back in the day, especially for our age. Oh, yeah. What a great movie this would have been. Check out Amanda in the yeah, theater. Yeah, it's, it's really funny because I didn't see this movie till like, I don't know, maybe like... I didn't see it till well, it was on video. I didn't see it until, like, many, many years the late maybe. 90s and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't see, I was a little too young to go to the theater to see it. Right. And, you know, I don't even know if this made it to theaters around here. It might have, but I'm assuming I'm, so. I'm surprised because it would have been something I would have watched for sure. Dead Heat. When did it come out? 1988. 88. Oh, yeah. So it's clearly riding the Lethal Weapon wave. We're like 87. Oh, yeah, that or, was the year of Die Hard. So it's you know buddy cops. Just, oh, totally, totally. Those, that was kind of the way to do it 
at that time. And the director, Mark Goldblatt. Mark Goldblatt, yep. What is he... He works on... Did he He's do, an editor. He's an editor. Okay. He's an editor. He, he did Predator big, too. He did tons of movies. He's a, he's a great editor. He's not, you know... Not so much a director, but... He did The Punisher, which isn't awful either. The first Punisher. Oh, with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Okay. I mean, it's not, you know... Can as you, years have gone by, I... What are some of the movies he edited? Can you just look it up quick? Terminator 2. Terminator 2? Absolutely. Did he do Predator 2? Did Terminator, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. What else did he do? He d- he'd done a ton of movies. Big, big movies. The Wolfman! No. Did he? Did X-Men, The Last Stand, unfortunately. Bad Boys 2. Armageddon. Starship Troopers. Nice. Showgirls, of course. Oh, very nice. One of my favorites. True Lies. Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout. He's done a lot of stuff. Okay. So uh, maybe he didn't do the Predator 2. I guess that's probably why, you know, this movie, I can't say it's edited as well as any of those, but as an editor, as a director, he's able to keep it moving. Yeah, and he, and he keeping it moving, and he does that. And you know, this movie isn't boring, and you know, the Punisher isn't boring either. He's not a great director, but at least his movies aren't boring. <coughs> that would be the cardinal sin is to make something boring. There's a first cough joke. There's a first cough. Damn it! I, you made it over an hour into it. Now you're losing it. I'm losing it. It's talking okay. too much. It's okay. No, and this was released from uh, what? New World Pictures. Yeah, New World Pictures. That logo. I think that was Roger Corman's company. <coughs> that is that true? Yeah, that didn't didn't last real long. They didn't do a lot of big movies. Most of the stuff was kind of low grade, which this is kind of what it is. Did they do Hellraiser or not? I think they did. I think okay. They did. Yeah. New World wasn't around very long. I always liked the, the logo. It always reminded me of like the earlier New Line cinemas. Logo. Even as a kid, I knew, knew New World Pictures was kind of a second tier. I knew oh, it wasn't sure. going to be course. like a big movie. Of course you did. But that doesn't mean it can't be enjoyable. Yeah, so actually, Mark Goldblatt came to... Uh, Madison here a couple of years ago to show The Punisher. Okay. And he had his, his actual film print of that, which was nice. awesome. That's cool. And it's like, it had all the d- undeleted, yeah. it wasn't deleted stuff. And it was all, it was great to see that movie like that. I'd never have a chance to do that. It was from his personal collection. Did, did he talk about Dead Heat? That's the thing is he, t- he had a Q&A and I asked him a question. Hmm. Like, you know, I love The Punisher, but Dead Heat, man, that movie's great. And I was like, what was it like to work with Vincent Price? Right. He said Vincent Price was like great. He's like a sure. total gentleman. He's in the movie for a very short period of time. Yeah, he, he said, this is how good, Vince, good of a guy Vincent Price was. We had him contracted for three days because okay. it's a low-budget movie. Yep. So he enjoyed his filming so much, he said, I'll give you an extra day for free. Oh, what a guy. So he stuck around. And did All right, Vincent. Yeah. So that's a nice story. <laughs> that's but, great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a movie from the 80s, and, and I think in a good way. What was one of Vincent Price's last movies? Was it Edward Scissorhands? Was it Edward Scissorhands? I, I'm okay. sure he did some other stuff, but not a lot. He was really good in that movie. Yeah, it was cool that he got to have a nice send off because he was doing stuff like this and you know, not, right. Not that this is bad. No, but, but this is not the the movie you want. Like you know, Vincent Price to be like his last movie. Right. It's like you don't want to say Raul Julia died after Street Fighter, <sighs> and he did. Poor that movie you know, sucks. I I have that movie. Just because to buy Hard Target on Blu-ray, you have to buy it in like Van Damme's like fucking quadruple pack, right? So you yes. get a bunch of shitty movies like The Quest, yeah. Street Fighter. I think we have to watch that again sometime. We have to go through. Uh, you know, I, I tried. I tried Couldn't getting through. Um, oh come on! It is an awesome. The first five minutes, it's fucking terrible. But what about the end with the awesome freeze frame ending? Yeah, I didn't get that far. You didn't get that far. I skip just, to the end. I just watched the beginning when um, it's brutal. The camera crew is there, and they interview Jean Claude's character. 
Not so. I'm going to kick your butt. Great. Oh, it's terrible. Let me tell you what the problem is here. Oh, I like your Van Damme. Terrible. <laughs> you can, we're going to find you, hurt you. We're going to kick your butt. <laughs> I love your Van Damme. It's, all it's, over the place. it's horrible. But I love the Universal logo at the beginning of that movie. It turns into the Street Fighter logo. I don't love much about that movie. Oh, it's not good. That movie has not aged well. Yeah, hey, talk about uh, that, that uh, scene in the, the Chinese restaurant. Professor Turu Tanaka's in there as the butcher, the big dude from Running Man. Oh, yeah. Pro wrestler. Nice. Sub-Zero. That's right. That was Sub-Zero. Yeah. But then the older um, older gentleman, he was from, from Big Trouble Gr- in Little China. Was he also the guy from Gremlins? Was he the store owner from Gremlins, or am I wrong? No, uh, I, I think that's a guy from Big Trouble in Little China. He's the one that owns the Chinese restaurant. I could be I wrong. I, I've been wrong before. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's a special effects movie. There's tons of you know blood Big guts in it. How about troubles. the scene where the where the chick uh, dies? Uh, you know, the, and the shrivels up in front of him. That's weird. It was pretty cool until the whole face got that looked really. Yeah, cool. that like. But everything else looked pretty yeah. cool. Like the limbs start falling off, and that was pretty well done. One of my favorite parts is the beginning of the movie when the guy just gets slammed. Oh yeah. Into the car. That was awesome. Man. Yeah. They sure cut the shit out of that. That, that worked out wonderful, even though it was a dummy. Yeah, I read some stuff about this that Joe Piscopo was angry because he wanted to kind of do like family oriented kind of movies. Oh, yeah. And when he did this, they're like, oh, it's it's going to be all comedy. It's not going to be blood and guts or anything. I'm like, boy, how did he not know? Is he that big of an idiot? Because right. it's like, it's all right there. Well, especially when his partner's dead and he's yeah. running right behind him. He's getting plugged and blood's squirting all over the place. It's like, come on. Yeah, no, totally. Um, no, it was uh, it, his name is Key Luke, and he was Gremlins. He was grandfather. He, he, that was the grand. Yeah, okay. I thought so, yeah. But it's not the same actor that's in Big Trouble in Little China. There must be a different one. He's not listed You're as that. You're just racist and thinking everybody no, no, that's no, no, Asian no. was in Big Trouble. I swear to God, I thought that was the gentleman that owned that said China is here, Mr. Burton. Oh, that's totally wrong. That's totally that's, wrong. Okay, that's totally wrong. wrong guy. Fuck, totally wrong. That's okay. Damn it. It's okay. Just calling him yeah, Mister doesn't mean you're not racist either, Joey. You can't. Hey, Mister. Is his last name Wong? No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, my. That was a Reservoir Dogs. Oh God, right there. Wong number? That's a lot of Wong numbers. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not go back to Hudson Hawk. Well, so this is just kind of a movie you have to experience. It's an 80s flashback, and it's, you know, hey, you like zombies. You know, it's a big thing these days. Zombies weren't really big at this point. No. Do you but think, it, you think they could remake this movie, Joe? You could. I think you could. You could do it. I think you can make it pretty entertaining. Um, I think so. You have to change it a lot because th- this is such a capsule of the 80s. It is. You but, can. You probably use the same title, though. But, I mean, hey, you've got a lot of, you know, basically stuff like Universal Soldier where they yeah. steal a lot of the same exactly. kind of stuff, you know. Exactly. It's all there. So, I mean, it's it's an interesting take on the buddy cop genre. It is. It's, it's fun. It's, it's. I mean, I enjoy the concept. It doesn't age all that well. Um, but it's still no. it's, it's a fun ride. You Most know, stuff from the eighties doesn't no, age well. No, but it's still it's still fun. Besides her Die Hard, what have we done from the eighties that's aged well? Nothing. <laughs> really, nothing. No, I mean Commando's still within the eighties realm, but, but the oh, 80s, that's got some bad. It does, but eighties eighties just had that certain glow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like okay, you can clearly see they put Vaseline on. He's like glowing on screen. And I just play me nice synthesizer score, and I'm in heaven. That's that's my thing. Right. right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, what did you get out of the 80s? A little Top Gun? I mean, seriously. You could be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. 
Which speaking of, we can compare Top Gun to Dead Heat. Which which movie had guys needlessly flexing more, Joe Piscopo or the uh, volleyball scene from Top Gun? Maybe both. Because I think the scene where he's like in the precinct and he's throwing <coughs> throwing, throwing darts. It's does, like does Piscopo now not once in this film. He, he's always walking around. He, he's flexing the entire movie. Pretty though. much, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't fart. He probably did. They probably edited it out. Probably freeze. <laughs> Like, what happened to you? I think if you want to do, like, a double feature of Joe Piscopo, you watch this and you watch Sidekicks. There isn't one scene in there where he's relaxed in the movie. He's always jacked up. Yeah. Remember, this, do you remember Sidekicks? I do. He's, he's friggin' awesome as that is the sensei John Kreese of that movie. Okay, so yes. He's the evil sensei. I'll give you that. Well, what, he, what was he doing? Wasn't he doing, like, commercials during this time? Probably. All these, like, funny commercials for, fuck, what was it? Beer it? commercials? I think Bud Light or something, like, or Budweiser or something like that. Hilarious. Yeah. So, Joe I mean, I like, like for it. a moment, in, like after Saturday Night Live, when a Joe Piscopo was like big for right. a minute, and it just he never capitalized no. on it. Because I don't know. Well, this character obviously you can tell, like, oh, I'm Mr. You know, I'm the funny cop. I'm the comic relief for the film, but it's just like a touch much where you're like, how do you annoying? I, you know, I really think this movie just really effed up both of these guys' careers. Yeah. I'm not saying that oh, both either of them would have been like big no. time, but no. you didn't hear from these guys for a while, like. Treat Williams didn't really do much until, like, I think his comeback movie was Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. He had a bit part in that. He was okay. really good in that. Okay. He's great in that. That got him the Phantom and, you know, okay. Deep Very Rising nice. and all that because he was really good in it. But he kind of was doing nothing for a while. Phantom. I'm not saying the Phantom was good. I'm just saying it was a big movie. You know, it was it was supposed to be a big movie. I'm sorry. He was the villain in that, right? Yes. Yeah. Let me clarify, it was supposed to be a big movie. That, that was on Netflix not too long ago, and I, I got halfway through it. Did you slam evil? Like, no. <laughs> bad, bad. Weird movie. I wanted to like it. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Well, this is a fun, fun movie. That's all I'll say about it. I enjoy it a lot. Let's uh, run some, some of the background on it. Sure. There's not a lot to discuss in this movie. It's just, it's basically a lot of blood and guts and bad one-liners. Yeah. There's no boobs in it. So you can watch it with your kids, it's, except it's got a little bit of blood in it. So, Which is surprising because it is a rated R movie. Really isn't all that much swearing in it either no. for an R rated movie. I don't think it's much at all. No, it's just the gore. And that really. was kind of cool that they didn't just totally go nuts on it. Yeah, no. Swearing. And, and you know, whatever, I respected that. The ending's a little goofy, especially when he turns and The whole movie's a little goofy. You know, I'm like, okay, it's touch much. Yeah, I mean, it's, it perfectly sets up a sequel. Heard him, buddy. And they, what they was actually, that line at the end? Would you hurt him for me, buddy? Which right? One? What was that stupid line where the one guy's like, hey, hurt that guy for me, buddy. And then when he finally convinces his pal, he's like, hey, it's me. It's me. You're dead like me. Oh, yeah. I forgot what he's, he's doing. The, the dead day, the party or whatever. the Because he wants to have a, a dead day party or whatever. Or something yeah. like that. But then he throws out that line. Hey, would you mind hurting him? Yeah, they discuss it several times in there. What would you do with a death party or whatever? They're gonna, when they die, they could celebrate. Like, I, I didn't understand that. Like, well, like, can you party? Times. Your fucking package is going to fall off. You're a zombie. You know, uh, eventually your hair falls out. You turn to shit. You look like shit. Yeah, the other thing I never understood is... That's Pis- not a fun you know, life. Why would you want that? Joe Piscopo's character dies midway through the movie, so he can be brought back, too. But his head's under... They strangle him, put him underwater, drown him, and his head's all messed up. Yeah. But when he comes back as a zombie, he's perfect Joe yeah, Piscopo. Like, wow, look at that. Your skin's smooth. Your yeah. other buddy looks like fried shit. I never understood that. No. Because I treat Williams by the end of the movie. He's like... He looks... That was the picture of Joe. Oh, especially after he goes through the big explosion through the ambulance. What? Yeah. I'm like, okay... Interesting. So there were there was talks of making a sequel to this. Really? Yes. With the same actors. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Do you know who wrote this movie? Who? 
Terry Black. Who the fuck is Terry Black? Terry Black is the brother of Shane Black. Really? Yes. Shane, I never knew Shane Black had a brother. Did. He wrote this movie. He's still living? They came, they came to him and asked him, like, you know, we want to do a sequel to this. And he's, Terry Black's like, everybody died in this movie. Like, everybody, except <laughs> Vincent Price. True. Well, True. I was going to say Vincent Price. Vincent Price is dead. They're all he's, dead. He's dead. They're all dead. All the women die in this movie. They're all dead. And basically, they walk off to the end of they destroy the machine, that's so it's like they're not going to be able to be brought back, and it's, so it's like what how they it's like Terry Terry uh, Black is like how am I going to do a sequel and the, the guy wanted to do a sequel is like you've got to read Reanimation the Machine you figure it out <laughs> like I kind of was surprised like couldn't you could write a sequel pretty easily I'm sure there's a location out there that probably has one of those machines you know what I'm saying yeah they they could have come well up like with the Chinese restaurant had one yeah even though they shot it. Remember? Yeah. And kind of broke it. Did they break that one, too? Okay, oh, I remember they, they broke they the one. They broke the remember one. the glass started? That's right. That's like, right. Oh, darn. Here's the end of the movie. That was where, after the animals. Here's the very end of the movie when the two guys are walking off the light, which kind of looks like they're dying, even though they're dead. But Man, Roger, you are a mess. I see meatloaf that looks better than you. Huh. You're not exactly a forest lawn poster child yourself, Doug. Hey, you really trash that ass, didn't we? That's ass is right. Hey, Ron, you think we'll be reincarnated? As what? I don't know. Maybe you get a choice. You can be whatever you want. Oh, you mean like a statesman or a president or a prize winning novelist? Personally, I'd like to come back as the seat on a girl's fight. Now, that is truly inspiring. Hey. You know, Doug? What? This could be the end of a beautiful friendship. Cue the, cue the 80s theme right and there. And then the cheesy credits come yes. on. Dead heat and... Now, you know, did you know since I... Did he, did he just say he wants to come back as a girl seat on a girl bike? bicycle seat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That would smell after a while. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be fun if, like, somebody wore a skirt on And, and Joe Piscopo's wanted to do more of a family film. And yeah, and he throws movie. out a line like that. Did you know, uh, since Terry Black wrote did you know Shane Black is in this movie? Shane Black's in this movie? You didn't even notice that, did you? Where? I'll what scene? I, I got a scene right Okay. Here. Do you remember after... Um, Roger goes explodes in the the ambulance or whatever. Yes, he's the bike guy, isn't he? Oh, that's far enough. That was Shane Black. Shane Black. Detective Morris, Thompson. You can borrow your bike, right? Yeah. Uh, surprise! I need your gun. Yep, that's Shane Black right there. That's Shane Black. Okay, his role in Predator was ten times better. It was. Um, Wow. So this would have been probably the year after. Shocking, because when that scene happened, I'm like... It's funny because he's got the glasses like, on. He doesn't look any different. I was like, is that... Do I know this yeah. guy? And I totally, totally missed him. Brother must have given him a role or something like that. So That's great. Yeah, it's cool. That, that's funny. I like, I like Shane Black, so... Well, I do too. Shane Black's great. Him and his buddy Fred Decker. Yep. Wrote Hope, Monster Squad. Hopefully the new Predator is going to be good. Yeah, they're working on that in uh, Thomas Jane. Yep, heard that. Is attached to that now. Benicio Del Toro was supposed to be in it. 50 Cent is also in this movie. That... Is that right? Uh, that's what I heard. Didn't hear that, but... 50 Cent. 
The Predator. Maybe he is the Predator. That's slightly distressing. No, Ice Cube is the Predator. Did you remember his album, The Predator? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. Going way back for that one. Way back. That's right. Ice Cube. Let's let's run down a little bit of data on this gem here. Cost five million bucks. How much do you think it made, Joe? It didn't make much uh, because I have the stat right in front of me. Well, then I'm not surprising you. Um, The movie made just under four million. Yes, sir. Three and a half million. Mm. So you know what, I, I, they lost money on this. I would think that this movie made more money like in Japan and stuff. Like oh, that. maybe so. so. It probably made some money. Was it released worldwide, though? I would have to think so. Okay. I, I, I'm not its sure. widest His widest release was in a thousand theater. Wow. Film suffered numerous cuts to the gore to get an R rating. Originally X. I believe that. There's a ton of scenes that have been cut out of this movie that I think they were on the original DVD release. The Blu-ray I have doesn't, don't, doesn't have anything on it. But no, but what, what your Blu-ray did have was some of the best trailers at the beginning. Or not. The stuff? I totally the forgot about that movie. classic, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. The white... Like, it looks like that fluffy uh, marshmallow shit. The stuff. The stuff. You've been warned. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. I remember the, they hyped it up as like a, a fucking scary movie. You better be scared of the It was stuff. not... It's cheesy looking. You better warn the world about the stuff. The stuff. You've been warned. <laughs> and then the other one, Vamp. Vamp. Oh, yeah. man. I totally, totally forgot about that. Grace Jones, the weird vampire flick. Holy Indeed. shit. Where you going, fella? I haven't seen that for years. We should revisit that one. That'd be a fun one to watch. I don't find it. Vamp. Jesus shit. Yeah, this movie uh, got an incredible rating of 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's so it's great. It's really doing well. It's funny, the movie comes out in 1988, but it wasn't released until t- 2011. Why? Which what movie? This movie. What do you mean 2011? What are you talking about? I swear to God, that's what it just said here. That no. it was released on video. Oh, on video, you mean? On video, yes. <laughs> the movie came out in 88. No, no, no. The movie come, it came out in 1988. But it was it on video. Hit. It just probably didn't get a DVD release or something. So Maybe it was. You might have skipped it. Maybe it was Blu-ray. First week came in fifth place. That's nice. Do you see what it was in front of? Above the Law. Above the Law. Do you see what's behind? Salsa, the motion picture. What, what was that? I think that was in the, the Lombada phase where it was like the dance movie. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, your number one was Colors and then Beetlejuice. Look at that. A Bruce Willis film was number, number 13. Sunset. <laughs> All right. With James Garner. God, still haven't seen that. Prison, a Rennie Harlan movie. What? Where? Oh, yeah. There it is. Rennie Don't forget Harlan. Critters 2, the main course. I love Critters. Sequel I never saw. Critters 3, at least Leonardo DiCaprio on it. No, it didn't. Really? Yeah, look it up. Oh, that's great. Gotta start somewhere, dude. Well, just like Van Damme was in Breaking 2, the Boogaloo. Yeah, he's one of the dancers. Breaking 2, the, the Boogaloo. I'll do anything. That's great. So, yeah, it didn't really make all that much money, did it? No. I can't believe it beat out Above the Law. Not well, by much, but... Yeah, but it's it's one of those movies that's kind of like over the years kind of yeah, At least got... it was in the top five, right? Yeah. For opening weekends. And then it didn't make much money after that, but... Uh, what do you get? At least it's a short movie. It's a quick quick view. Yeah, but it's, it's really... It's an enjoyable B-movie. Yeah. It's a no, lot of fun. I give it. I mean, if you watch the trailer, that's exactly what you're getting, and you'll enjoy it. Yeah. If, you don't, if the trailer turns you off... Why would you watch it? Right. Why would you be listening to this podcast? <laughs> Everybody's like, please stop talking now, gentlemen. No, no, no. We will talk. Yeah, at least the show isn't two hours. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to keep it short this time. We're going to yeah. try. We're going to keep it under an hour and 30. We're almost there. Well, we're close. We're almost there.
We got to review this thing. What, what are you giving this movie, Joe? Fuck, I don't know. You know why? Because we haven't How done the show for so long. Every time we do this, you never know what your review is going to be. Because I like, forget our fucking rating system. Isn't that great? It's one through five stars. I'll do the hard work for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give this one. I'm giving it three. Steven Seagal singing. Which so one's that giving, one? So you're giving it. Steven Seagal singing is one star. Oh. That's for me. It's a three star. It's an enjoyable movie. I'm, I enjoyed it. You're really going for a one star? I have, wow. to, hear, I have to hear my cigar singing, man. Oh my god, that's a, that's a terrible. What's well, one of those? Is it, I enjoyed viewing that's so it because I the, haven't seen it for. That's ages. so close to the bees. Can you actually purchase that on iTunes? Sure. God almighty. Songs from the Crystal Cave, Steven Seagal. How much is that? Too much? Oh my god, I cannot believe he actually you get that? people. You want to pick that Just up? for that song. Just for that song. I'm sure there's That'd be a many more where that came from. Home. Pretty, pretty. Jam a pencil pretty. in your ear to like, you know, stop the insanity. Welcome to our 40th well, anniversary party. And today our I'm, guest singer is Steven Seagal. He's, God, that guy's huge, man. He is. Yeah, his head's going to explode. He's getting that big. He is can it, still break kicks shit Ru- out of Isn't he in Russia now? I don't know what he's doing. Crazy no. bastard. Well. He's probably a hired bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, what is he protecting? I don't know. The buffet table? That's basically all Could he be. basically do at this point. Eh, that's my I'm going to, you know, I'm going to overrule Joe. He's giving this one star. I, I strongly recommend watching <laughs> this movie. It's very enjoyable. It's not a great it movie, is. but it's a lot and of fun. And again, don't, don't you got to take that with a great salt because I almost fell asleep watching this movie. I watched it way too late. I should have should have saved it for the weekend viewing, but if you just would have done some household chores before you started, perhaps I would have been all right. Helped you get into it. If I would have started vacuuming, I would have that would have woke me up. All right, are we ready for our to reveal our next film? We are. We're gonna one of the lesser known action uh, stars. Well, stars? I think. Well, star? action star. Action actor? what happened to this guy after this movie? He kind of yeah. fell off the face of the earth, did, right? Did some other stuff. The Capital One did, 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 you lock your yeah, car. Yeah, hey, look at that. And, a commercial. And Man's Man Film Review is sponsored by... <laughs> We've got sponsors now. <laughs> oh, stupid, that's great. Stupid YouTube and our commercials. I mean, what the heck? This show is, this show is going to be huge. Tracy, 
Young and I have some unfinished business. I will finish it. He has no gun. No fear. Are you faster than a speeding bullet? No equal. No problem. In his explosive motion picture debut, Jeff Speakman is... It's kind of bullshit. He was in Lionheart, the Van Damme movie, too. Was he? He was like a... Like Just a, speak He was like a security guard at the door. No shit. Yeah. He is the perfect one. Explosive. I remember that that's the preview. They would always play that fucking song. I got the power. Yep, yep. So Jeff Speakman, his big movie. That'll oh, be that, next one. That'll be a fun one to watch. This is not to be confused by the 2016 movie called The Perfect Weapon starring Steven Seagal. Really? There is, yeah. I oh, saw my that. God. The perfect weapon starts. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So tune in for that one. We'll definitely be uh, up with that one a lot quicker than the last one. And you have the original poster for this, correct? Not anymore. Or is it the video poster? Or I was the, it the I had the original. No shit. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That was a cool poster. It was pretty good. I liked the poster. It was pretty good. Definitely. Everybody knows who killed Kim. Dick. Tracy. God. So stay tuned to that. That should fun. be interesting. Next week. We'll see you very the shortly. perfect weapon. Look at that, folks. We kept it under two hours. We did it. And next, I'm sorry. Time, next time, an next hour time, and a half. no coughs. You next did pretty good. No you did pretty good. I did all right. You're, you're surviving. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot better. Absolutely. Feel a lot better. It's good to be back. This is the first new show of the new year, man. Indeed. The new world, man. And we pick a movie about dead cops. Yeah, that's right. Nothing, nothing says new year like that. Right. We'll liven it up next time. Yeah. yeah. And don't worry, folks. Roadhouse is coming soon. Oh yes, it is. Very excited. Oh, yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. See you soon, folks. See ya. He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. He's a real, a real man's man. He's a man. I don't such a man. <laughs> my we can't cut out till we hear the guitar. Is that what I'm saying? I hope I have it on here. Are you going to play the guitar song? Oh, fuck 